0: Greetings and welcome to episode 45 of Third Heaven Authority podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. This entire podcast is devoted to the subject, the idea that we have Third Heaven Authority, that we can walk in as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. That Jesus has raised us up with Him, that He has given us authority from a heavenly place. And so everything that I've been sharing in the podcast has been toward the end of keeping the assignment that he placed upon my life in the year 2010 when he took me to third heaven and he told me to teach people how to walk in third heaven authority that phrase third heaven authority I'd never heard in my entire life and it came from the lips of Jesus so I have been teaching for the last 12 years on the subject and today I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about that from the standpoint of actually uh, the element of how to be and take and occupy that authority. So in other words, there are three main steps that I'm going to share with you. Number one, how to be authority. Number two, how to take authority. Number three, how to occupy authority. And I'll do that in just a minute, but I want to read a scripture. And by the way, I'm going to be uh, sharing a few passages from the book to the Ephesians that the apostle Paul authored. In the first chapter, verse 15, Paul prays a very very powerful prayer. And it goes through the 23rd verse. He says, therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Did you know that uh, in the letters that Paul authored, that the subject, the thing that he offered the thanks for the most was actually the believers themselves? He thanked God. For all those who had accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and he was uh, very thankful for their lives and I'm thankful for your life and for all that you have done for Jesus you are tremendous verse 17 that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him so he begins to pray for them about spiritual things He prays that God would give them the spirit of, in other words, talking about a spiritual essence, a spiritual power, um, a spiritual impartation, something in the spiritual realm. This goes far beyond natural talents. This goes far beyond anything that we can reason or come up with on our own, because we cannot. I mean, you know, the spirit is the spirit of revelation. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit himself, the third person of the Trinity, He is a spirit of revelation, so it is spiritually discerned, spiritually known. But he says, may give to you. So my prayer to each and every person out there is that you receive the spirit of wisdom. That's Sophia. That's insight into spiritual things. And number two, revelation. That is and unveiling and knowing something that cannot be known other than in your heart it becomes a part of you because the spirit of god reveals it speaks it transmits it gives it unto you in the number three knowledge of him talking about an intimate knowledge A knowing because of a divine relationship with him. So the spiritual power of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge. Now I'm building up to something, so just hang in there with me. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. And of course that's spiritual eyes. That you may know what is the hope of his calling What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us? So that we could know those three spiritual powers were given so that we can know and walk in and understand three things. The hope of his calling that we are saved and going to heaven. And that all that we have here on the earth by being in Him, the riches of the glory of His inheritance in all the saints. And then, number three, the greatness of His power. What was the greatness of His power toward us who believe? Well, He defines it as according to the working of His mighty power. So, when was it worked? When was it done? which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. So the same power that raised Jesus from the dead took him to heaven and seated him at the right hand of the Father on high in that place of authority is at work in us. And that's part of the spiritual power and revelation that we receive. 21, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. That's total power and authority. Remember, Jesus told his disciples, All authority has been given unto me, both in heaven and on earth. Therefore, you go in my name. In the name of Jesus, we have the delegated authority to operate in Jesus' authority in both heaven and earth. He has the authority in heaven because he won it by conquest, because he died for our sins. He was raised as the Lamb of God that was slain into newness of life. He was seated at the right hand of the Father in glory. He's not only the second person of the Godhead, but he, through his resurrection, had earned that place of authority and on earth. Now that's very important. Follow me in this because we're going to read in a minute that he's the head in heaven and we're the body on earth. So we have his authority and we go in his authority. And that authority is in who we are, but also by the delegated use of his name, the name of Jesus Christ. His blood purchased that authority and power, but his name releases that authority and power. And the flow of that authority is from heaven to earth. That's why I have repeatedly emphasized that one of the things the Lord showed me when he took me to third heaven in 2010 is that The flow of authority is from heaven to earth, not from earth up to heaven. That he has given us the ability by the presence of the spirit of God within us. That's why I've been cautiously going through these preceding scriptures here, talking about the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge in him. Those spiritual powers bring our inheritance and our understanding of this and how that we are seated with him. In heavenly places. Okay? Then it says in verse 22 and he put all things under his feet. So God put everything in this authority that he gave to Jesus under the feet of Jesus and gave him, Jesus, to be head over all things to the church. Now, the word church there is ecclesia. It's a called-out assembly. And uh, that word is also used in um, Matthew 16, where Jesus said that he had transferred. Now, this is Thompson's paraphrase, uh, but what he really was saying is that he transferred the authority that had been within the Sanhedrin Council in the Old Covenant, He now was transferring that authority to the body of Christ, to the church, the ecclesia. They are the called out assembly that enforces all of the laws of God. They enforce heaven on earth. Now I'll read that again. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So when you look at Jesus, what Paul is saying here to the Ephesians is that Jesus is in heaven and on earth. He is in heaven as the head, meaning he is seated at the right hand of the Father. He is there. But his authority extends all the way to the earth because his body extends all the way to the earth. We, the body, the ecclesia, the church, all of those who are born again, then, are on the earth. So he said that all things have been placed under his feet. Now, where are the feet located in a body? They are the bottom part, they are on the earth, they are touching the earth. So Jesus' feet according to this analogy, is not in heaven. The head, Jesus the head, is in heaven. But the feet are in the body, the church, the ecclesia, on the earth. Now, why is this significant? Because it says that the authority over all things is under his feet. We have spiritual authority here on the face of the earth. That's why we can bind and loose. That's why we can lead people to Jesus Christ, uh, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, why we can pray for the sick, why we can cast out demons. Uh, We have that spiritual authority on the face of the earth. Now, third heaven authority is about how we use it. It's about seeing things from the perspective of heaven looking down to earth rather than the perspective of being on the earth looking up and then trying to find a way to get heaven to move in our behalf or being under the circumstances and under the strongholds. It's being seated with Christ. So we're talking about spiritual authority. Now there's spiritual authority and spiritual power. Spiritual authority is the right to act. Spiritual power is the ability to act. If we want the spiritual power, the ability to change things and to heal and to deliver and, and to just work the works of God and heaven on the earth, just supernatural miracles and signs and wonders and gifts of the Spirit and all that, then we have to have the authority to do so. It's the delegated right to release those things. And that's what spiritual authority is about. He has given us spiritual authority. Remember in Luke 10, 19, the 70 disciples that Jesus sent out while he was on the earth, they went out and they came back rejoicing and said, man, we have been teaching the kingdom and, and we have been telling people about you and that... the." The kingdom of heaven is at hand and even the demons are subject to us and they're fleeing, we're casting them out. And Jesus said that he had given them authority, the right to act, over the power of the enemy, the ability to act. And so we have authority over all the enemy's power, but we also have authority to release God's power into the earth. Now, in connected with that then there are these three principles that I shared with you in the beginning. That number 1, we have to be authority. So I'm going to read a scripture to you in a minute. Number 2, we have to take authority. Number 3, we have to occupy authority. Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians, used slightly different words. He talked about sit, walk, and stand. So, number one, be authority. In the second chapter, a few verses beginning with verse four, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Listen, verse 6. And raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So in other words, this whole subject of salvation, getting born again, the Holy Spirit coming into us, regenerating us, uh, all of the things that are entailed in this wonderful life in Jesus Christ, one of the dynamics is that Paul says that he has raised us up and caused us to sit together in those heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Sit, sit, sit. The king sits on the throne. We sit with him on the throne. So it's more than just learning how to operate in authority. The very first principle that I want to share with you is that we must be authority. Now that may sound a little peculiar to you, but listen to me. Authority in Jesus sitting on the throne is not something that is abstract. And that he's sitting there and now all of a sudden there's something over here on the side that's called authority that he gets to use once in a while. Jesus is the head. He is the authority. He is authority. You cannot separate authority from Jesus. And because we are with him, then we are that authority also. The head in heaven, the body on the earth. Be authority. Own the authority. We have to own it. We have to take it as ours. We have to understand that the authority is within us. It's part of our nature. It's part of being born again. It's part of the ruling spiritual capacity of Jesus through the church. Like in Matthew 16 I was talking about how that we have the ability to bind and to loose. Why? Because we are the authority. So it's very important for us to understand how to be that authority. Realize it is part of your essence part of your nature. It is not something that you're praying to God about and hoping that he will sometime give to you. It already is yours. You may be finding out about what you have at this particular point, but it was already given to you 2,000 years ago. The moment that Jesus was raised from the dead and he was seated in heavenly places when he sat down and he released the Holy Spirit into the earth, it was given. We are not now trying to get him to give something to us. We are at this point learning about what he has already provided for us. We are now learning how to receive, how to be, how to walk in what he has already done for us. So step number one, it's very important, just be the authority. Be the authority. Now see, that puts a whole new perspective on it in your own heart. When you're going out and you're looking at situations of your daily life, and you're looking at natural um, circumstances that are around you, you're looking at in the spiritual realm, those things that are on the, uh, the dark side, the demonic side, Maybe spiritual warfare, attacks of the enemy, deceptions, uh, you know, enticements, temptations and tribulations and stuff that the enemy may be trying to do against your loved ones. A spiritual opposition that opposes your life, your ministry, all of those things. And, and then you look at what needs to be done and what the kingdom of God promises you know, he promises that power and the power display and everything there. And so we sometimes get caught in this trap to where we are thinking, we gotta, I, we got to figure out how to get that to happen. And I think that's a misstep. In fact, I know that it is. What I'm sharing with you is it's already yours. B authority. Own authority. And in the words of the Apostle Paul, sit together in heavenly places in Christ, who is authority. Now there's a second step, and that one is take authority. In the 10th verse of that same chapter, it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So Paul uses the word walk. I'm using the word take. The reason I use the word take is because we realize step number one is be the authority, own the authority. But step number two then is that we have to take the authority. We have to work the authority and allow it to begin to work out in our lives. We rise up and we take it. I am that, so therefore I take my position. I take that authority. I'm not just hoping that authority will be there or trying to figure out how to pray the right way or hold my mouth the, in, the, in the correct position or use the right volume in my words or, or build up enough faith in order to get this. No, I just take it. It's me. It's of me. I own it. Now, I take authority over the enemy. I take authority in this situation and I allow that authority to work. And I will walk in the works that God has prepared beforehand for me. I will walk in those. I will take what God has given to me. That's why you hear me so often when I pray. I will say things like, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rise up in the spirit and I take authority over the enemy. In Jesus' name. And then I begin, you know, I, I continue in my prayer, but I take the authority. Number three, we must also occupy the authority. By occupy, I mean hold on to it. In uh, the sixth chapter of Ephesians, Paul uses the word stand. See, stand is occupying He says in verse 11, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. See, stand, occupy, hold on to. Stand against the wiles of the devil. The scheming, strategies, deceitful tactics of the enemy. Verse 12. Stand, therefore. And the word stand there, uh, it's it's a military term. Don't give up ground. So we have to occupy that authority. So step number one is be the authority. Step number two is take and work the authority. Step number three is occupy the authority. Hold on to the authority. Sit, walk, and stand. So as you stand in that authority then God is moving mightily through you. One of the things I want to share real quickly, and then I'll, I'll just kind of wrap things up for today, is that in the fourth and the fifth chapters, Paul talks about walking in that authority. And in chapter 4, verse 1, he says it's walk in the calling. Chapter 4, verse 17, walk in the Spirit. Chapter 5, verse 2, walk in love. Chapter 5, verse 8, walk in light. Chapter 5, verse 15, walk in wisdom. So we walk in all of those things. Now, I hope this really helps you in the subject of third heaven authority uh, because, again, all of this is from the perspective that the Apostle Paul keeps talking about how that Jesus is the one who is all of this authority and he has been raised up and seated at the right hand of the Father and that we are seated with him. And from that heavenly perspective then, we view everything on the earth. It is not a glance from earth to heaven. It is a glance and a perception from heaven to earth. So I really encourage you, Be authority, take authority, occupy authority. It's yours. It's built into you. It's part of who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ. (laughs) Praise God. It's so exciting because that's where the power is. I guarantee you demons tremble and are afraid of somebody who understands what I just shared with you. Physical bodies will respond to and be healed by the prayers of those people that understand what I just shared with you. Miracles will happen through the prayers and the lives of those who understand what I just shared with you. So receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the spiritual powers, and the understanding. I'm going to pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I do pray for those spiritual powers of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, Lord God, that it would explode, release that in their people's hearts now. That they know it. The Holy Spirit just takes and reveals it deep down on the inside of them and it's an explosive thing where the DNA of that word and understanding becomes part of them and they rise up as third heaven creations operating in third heaven revelation and functioning in third heaven authority. Be authority. Take authority. Occupy authority. Sit, walk, and stand in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray that God would touch your body and strengthen and heal you, that he will touch your finances and prosper you, that he will touch your heart and build great love and compassion within you, that he will touch your family and bring healing and just a wonderful experience of the fullness of God moving through your family. And I pray that he would touch your ministry with anointing from on high. God bless you. Join me in future episodes by subscribing to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on your favorite podcast platform. Be the authority.